If you're just joining us today, we've been talking about how to plan and protect yourself from some of the 2022 budget initiatives that the government recently confirmed during the fall economic and fiscal update, specifically some of the moves that will impact wealthy families. I'm Wayne Nelson, and you're listening to Talk to the Experts. My guest today is Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30 p.m. To register, you'll need to contact McMillan Estate Planning. The number is 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours, or you can go online at the website at macmillanestate.com. Sherry, before the break, we were talking about uh, some of the basic tax planning strategies that, that people will need to be looking at right now before any of these changes are implemented coming up in the new year. We hit the first two. The first strategy, of course, is your primary home as your biggest asset. The next strategy was TFSAs. You should be maximizing that out to the best of your ability. And the third basic tax exemption is is really a, a no-brainer, your registered retirement savings plan. Absolutely, Wayne. And one of the interesting things for many families, there's sort of a myth in the community, in my opinion, that goes around that if you're really affluent, you shouldn't bother to buy an RSP. And the reason is, is you're going to pay more tax later when you draw it down. Yeah, because it's not no tax, it's deferred tax. That's right. However, that's a myth if you are not proactive in your planning. So, My suggestion to all families is always optimize your RSP because when you're deferring tax, you're saving money. There's no secret about that. That's how it works. However, when you are going to draw it out, when you're in, you know, your retirement phase of life, there are techniques called withering your RSP or RIF program that we can utilize to minimize your estate tax. And so, you know, it's because people are unaware of the opportunities to have write-offs against their RSP income that can reduce their overall tax effect on that RSP. And so we can create these types of strategies when we're starting to utilize the RSP and RIF program. And so don't presume immediately that you will pay the highest rated tax because that's only if you don't do some proper planning. So I actually have some clients who are able to grind um, their tax table down to almost zero when they're drawing their RSP out. And they are very affluent. So my suggestion to families is always optimize it. Just know you're going to need a plan at that stage of your life. You won't need it now while you're contributing. But when you're going to start to draw it, that's when it's important that you have a proper estate plan to make sure you're not overpaying that income tax. Yeah, and don't presume that you are the effective tax planner. You need to get that professional advice from someone who knows what they're talking about. Someone like the good folks at uh, McMillan Estate Planning who are licensed, they have the experience, they have the knowledge, and they can go through all the various options for you. Yeah, you know, often in the area of RSP planning, it's often our client's accountant, their, you know, compliance accountant that's doing their annual filing that tells them, oh, you're always going to have to pay the highest rate of tax later in your life. That's fine, but what they're looking at is they're filing income tax year over year. They're not building an estate planning strategy, and so they don't even are unaware of the opportunities to minimize the tax on it. So my suggestion is, you know, this is an area of expertise. This isn't a generalist field. Um, So we consider the fields to be two areas. There's compliance, which is where most law firms and accounting firms practice on, you know, being reactive to what's occurred. They're filing the tax return. They're, you know, helping you defend yourself in a lawsuit and so forth. Then there's also what we call strategists, strategists that are in tax and law, and they are looking forward. They're not planning last year. What we're doing is planning all the years to come. 
and we're building in the appropriate tax plans and legal plans to protect you each year over year and also into the future on your wealth transfer. And that field is very small. There's not a lot of us actually. And so we get grouped or lumped in often into the compliance group. And so, um, you know, you do need to seek proper technical advice in this area because it is a unique and a very um, important area of your life because you didn't work this hard to create an estate and then give it all back to the government in the end. Exactly. We want to keep as much of it as we can. Uh, Sherry, what's the last uh, tax exemption strategy that we're looking at? Yeah, so the last basic exemption strategy that I'd suggest families take advantage of if they can is what is called the Canadian Capital Gain Exemption. And all of us are entitled to it if we have an operating business or if we have an operating farm. So what happens is we can multiply this benefit amongst our entire family unit. So sometimes what we think is, well, I'm the business owner, so I own, you know, the Subway franchise. And I can take advantage of that capital gain exemption. So let's say on the first 800 to 900,000, I don't have to pay income tax when I sell it. But actually you can, you know, optimize that quite a bit more because you can use your spouse's exemption. You can use your children's exemptions. In some cases, in some families, we actually use the business owner's parents' exemptions because they never use them in their working career. And so we want to look at your overall picture in your family and see if there's generational work that can be done to optimize the capital gain exemption on farm families and on business owners here in Canada. And it's unique to each person, each family. It's not just a a one-size-fits-all approach. No, and, you know, when we have business owners as our clientele, what you'll notice is they're very heavily weighted, and that's true of farmers as well. Their wealth is tied up in their business, and their wealth is tied up in the farm. I mean, that's the reality. The land and the equipment. That's right. So everything that we can do to make sure that we're not foregoing, you know, literally on a million dollars of a capital gain, you can save $250,000 if you're using your exemption. So this is not a small miss, and you definitely want to make sure you have those addressed and optimized with as many family members as we can encapsulate. All right. Now, we've covered the basic, basic tax strategies that families should be looking to introduce before the end of the year. That's because we're expecting changes coming up uh, in April. And and before the introduction of this wealth tax that the government has promised. Now, you also mentioned there are some advanced strategies that Macmillan uh, has that can help families to implement. What are some of those, Sherry? Yeah, so I think in in most family circumstances, there are a number of more advanced opportunities that they may not even be aware of. And the reason is, is they haven't pursued proactive accounting or proactive law. They're not going to be introduced to these opportunities. So one of the first ones that I always like to make sure in the advanced planning techniques that we take advantage of in every family is what is called the maximum tax range. And basically, in English, it's a giant tax-free savings account for your estate. And in your uh, estate, in legislation, we're allowed to have up to 25% of your entire net worth grow tax-exempt. And most families don't take advantage of it because they don't even know it exists. And I'm sure there must be certain conditions in order for this to, uh, to be applied. Yes. So what has to happen is, obviously, it's... A maximum threshold. So the government has set a table up for us. We've had this table since 1981. So it's not a new um, opportunity for us as Canadians. But what happens is people find out about it usually when the parents have passed on. 
and then they didn't take advantage of it, right? Yeah, too late. Too late. So what we're encouraging younger families to consider, you know, in their 50s, 60s, 70s, let's get this in order now before you pass on. And what we'll do is we'll take the highest taxable assets, let's say your company, because that's going to be a taxable asset as a capital gain. Um, let's say your RSPs, because they are obviously highly taxable. So we're going to attack which, what assets are the most taxable in your estate, and we're going to relabel those particular assets as your giant tax-free savings account. And then you've actually mitigated the tax on those. And it actually helps us way not just in the estate when we pass on, but more importantly, in my opinion, is for your retirement lifestyle. Because if you can draw um, income from your company and your RSPs and other sources of income at a lower rate of tax, obviously your estate compounds quicker sure. over the years. And you know, your security in retirement is stabilized. Right. So I think it's fundamentally an important area. Now, I know that McMillan always uses case histories uh, when you do your uh, webinars, and I know you have a case history to talk about with regards to this, but we'll uh, chat about that when we come back. We're going to pause for another break. The McMillan team will be hosting two virtual webinars, Wednesday, November 23rd at 6.30 p.m. and Wednesday, December 7th at 6.30 p.m. to go over some of these recommended estate planning tools. To register, you'll need to contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning is my guest today and we'll be back with more on Talk to the Experts.